can't eat that. I noticed you have a pickle with your sandwich. The pickle is Texas. Are you gonna are you gonna eat that? The United States says. Mexico's like, no, 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 no. I'm gonna eat my pickle. No, I'm gonna eat it. I, I like, like to have it in between yeah. my sandwich house. Yeah, I'm gonna eat whatever. it. Yeah, no, that's a great method. Yeah. I'm Trent Thompson. And I'm Marissa Macy. And this is Pardon Me, a presidential history podcast. And today we're going to be talking about the annexation of Texas. And just yeehaw! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, uh, I think the goal with this episode, so we're Texans. We're Texans. We're both Texans. We're both like born in Texas. I, my grandfather's family five generations back moved to texas from canada and they worked the limestone mines and literally built the capital well i I think it's granite not limestone but anyway they literally built the fucking capital i didn't build it but you win okay you win i'm sorry i didn't mean to like me (laughs) no you're very texan you're very texan it goes back like to gen- my grandfather, your grandfather to Texas. A little a thing that might be interesting to people. <laughs> not in Texas. Not in Texas is to know that it's there's a state requirement that all students must take Texas history. Yeah, so I took it in fourth grade. Mm-hmm. In seventh grade. Yeah, I think I took it and, in sixth. But then I had to take at community college. I had to take yeah. a. A Texas government class. Texas government class. Um, yeah. So we take te- like full years of Texas history yeah. Yeah. in primary school. There's things that Texans, there's a couple facts that Texans love to share uh-huh. with uh, non-Texans. Uh, the Alamo was mm-hmm. not a victory. Mm-mm. That's why we remember it. We remember yeah. how bad it was and don't let it happen again. Don't let the Alamo happen again. Don't. Don't, if you get anything from this episode, that's what I want everyone to take away. Don't let the Alamo happen again. We're changing the slogan here and now. <laughs> I think like I got a little amnesia from the Texas history yeah. I learned in primary school. Fair enough. Um, I, I, I had can... to kind of really go through and and like rejog my memory of like, yeah. how did Texas become did Texas? It? Yeah. And I think like the goal with this episode is obviously there's so much Texas history that like you you actually have to like be a fourth grader and like take a whole year yeah. of it. You have to um, be your your brain has to be pliant enough to accept <laughs> Texas history. That's why they teach it so young. It's like learning another language. Yes. Yeah. So this is in no way Mm-mm. comprehensive. No. This will not be incredibly detailed, but it's just kind of like an overview of like how Texas came to be all the way up to statehood. I do feel like we could have a whole Texas season and it'd be like, pardon me. You know, it'd be more Texas-y. Pardon me, little lady. (laughs) Pardon me, little lady. (laughs) That's the... I love it. Yeah. Marketing, 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 marketing. I mean, I don't... The thing about it is, so when I was reading about Texas Mm -hmm. history and like rejogging my memory for Mm -hmm. this episode, uh, I felt this kind of like very differently than I did any other studying I've done. Mm -hmm. I felt this like I went I went back like there was stuff that I was like I was starting to remember things Mm -hmm. from like my fourth and seventh grade Mm -hmm. classrooms Mm -hmm. and like the teachers that were there and like. The, I was just like feeling this like oh, yeah. this like and because those are those were fraught years, you know, oh, those, those are were hard. Those were what's that like 10 and 13 or something like nine and 12 for me. <sighs> wow. And so I was having this like low grade anxiety, yeah. like studying this stuff oh, where sure. I was just I was like finding myself annoyed, yeah. not with the material, but just like yeah. with with some like unearthly force that yeah. was coming like some nostalgia force was coming know, back and being like I know that for me you're, you're bored yeah uh, a lot of my social studies classes were taught by like the coaches yeah 
Um, and so they weren't always, always like, I hate to say this, but in Texas, uh, we really care about football and mm-hmm. sports and everything. Mm-hmm. And they mm-hmm. will hire people to be a coach at like a school that are yeah. not good teachers. And they just yep. teach social studies. Uh-huh. I, uh-huh. I, I have a memory. Now this is in high school of a like coach geography teacher and his walls were just coded in like religious sayings. Oh my gosh. And I mean, this was a public school yeah. and it was like, you know, um, you can't fall for things if you're kneeling to God or whatever. You know what I'm saying? That kind of thing. Yeah. I want to start. I want to tell the story let's of tell, Texas tell the story in a way that a, that a middle school coach could not make interesting for some reason. Yes. Um, though it is very interesting. Of course. To me now. Okay. Yeah. So 15th century. 15th century. Colonization is beginning in the Americas. Yes. And Spain and France are both like claiming yeah. this region that will become Texas. Yeah. It initially goes under French control in mm-hmm. the 17th century. Mm-hmm. But then most of the settlers die. Yeah. And then in the 18th century, it's under Spain's control. Yeah. This was the least populated area of New Spain. Yeah. At the time. Yeah. Between only a few hundred and a few thousand yeah. colonists. So we're talking about Right now, yeah, the area that is modern day Texas. Yes, yes, okay. yes, yes. Around is, that area is the least populated portion of New Spain. Right, which is which all is, the territories in the Americas that Spain has. Imagine control. like Mexico, and then like a big old chunk of the West mm-hmm. going up mm-hmm. to like uh, Oregon. It's just not very populated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm focused on in this summary, by the way, mm-hmm. on like the political history mm-hmm. of it and the who how the land got into the right. United States. So uh, there's obviously a very rich, deep history sure. about the indigenous Native of Americans course. on this land. Yeah. But um, for this episode, since we can't get into absolutely everything, I'm yeah, focused yeah. on like how it became a state yeah we're focusing more than like the culture and the peoples and everything in there so very specifically this is we're studying the annexation of texas yeah not the history of texas right 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 so there's the seven years war in europe yeah and france relinquishes because they there's kind of this back and forth between spain and france during this time so france relinquishes relinquishes ah, france relinquishes its claim to Texas okay. and French Louisiana to Spain. Yeah. And then in 1799, Spain gives back Louisiana to France. Yeah. So there's kind of this back and forth. Back and forth. And then in 1803, yeah. it gets bought by the United States in the Louisiana Purchase. Yes. Now, the question is, mm-hmm. was Texas included in the Louisiana uh, Purchase? Like, was that area part of it? Yeah. There was a lot of disagreement yeah, about yeah. how fo- far the borders actually sure. went. Sure. Like, is there where is the border? Yeah, yeah, How yeah. much of this is the Louisiana Purchase? Mm-hmm. The border they wanted the border as far as the Rio Grande River, um, which would be infringing upon Spain's land. Yeah, and they had purchased it from France, yeah. so it's just this like hotbed yeah. mess. So in 1808, yeah, five years after the Louisiana Purchase, mm-hmm. Spain mm-hmm. in Europe is invaded by Napoleon. Okay, okay, and yeah. after that. A lot of new Spain, Mm -hmm. because there's kind of this upheaval in Mm -hmm. Europe and Mm -hmm. all this. There's a lot of historical context Mm -hmm. I can't get into. Yeah. But new Spain begins to push for independence in the Americas. So now all these different areas of new Mm -hmm. Spain and South America, Mm -hmm. Central America Mm -hmm. and in North America Mm -hmm. are starting to want independence. Mm -hmm. So Mexico Mm -hmm. revolts. Mm -hmm. There's chaos. And Spain, though, tries mm-hmm. to hold on to Texas. Yeah. It doesn't surrender it mm-hmm. to Mexican-American forces. It, like, is like, no, 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 we're going to hold on to this mm-hmm. bit. We're going to hold mm-hmm. on to this bit. Mm-hmm. But then it does cede Florida yeah. to make a firm border with the United States in the Adams-Onis Treaty, which we talked yes. about in season one. Yes. This is in 1819. So we're, whoa, we're flying we're through We're flying through, here. but, like, this land that is going to become... Texas is switching hands rapidly mm-hmm. through mm-hmm. weird arbitrary means. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So then Spain's empire collapses. Yeah. Essentially not not long after this 1819 Adam's mm-hmm. Treaty. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and so all that negotiation and like, oh, hey, here, here we have some better borders mm-hmm. and like, oh, we can all agree on this. And then it's just kind of a moot point. It doesn't matter. Um, yeah. <clears throat> and so it give this gives way this 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 collapse of the empire gives way mm-hmm. to independent Latin republics. Mexican independence is achieved in 1821. Mm-hmm. And then in an 1824 constitution, uh, it's basically stated that Texas belongs to the Federal Republic of Mexico. So okay. a bunch of stuff happens, da, da, da. But now it's 1824 and Texas is being claimed by Mexico. Yeah. Um, and but then it's like, well, what about the Louisiana Purchase? Yeah. Is that ours? Isn't it ours? Maybe it's not though. They're appealing. There's a <laughs> there's they're like, okay, but maybe when we want it to be ours though, still. <laughs> America yeah. as a country would never let anyone else have the last nacho. No, 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 no. <laughs> not even a little. Just <laughs> do not. Not even if it was like a chip with no cheese. No, left not even that. Like, listen, no. I'm going to tell you something. Do not agree to share a dessert with America because <laughs> you aren't getting any of it. Maybe a little bite of crust if you're lucky. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So now mm-hmm. there's this issue of filibusters. Now, okay. You may have heard this word in the political <sighs> context of like your congressperson standing yeah. up and talking, 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 I'm, talking. I'm, I'm not the kind where you're stalling and not mm-hmm. allowing a bill to be put up for consideration. Right. It is instead a different definition, which is these armed men acting without any authorization and going into like these lands. So imagine it's kind of like you've just got like armed men who are like, yeah, we're going to take this land. And it's like, no one told you to do this. Yeah. Um, I guess it's kind of like, you could think of it as almost like a vigilante of thing. Yeah. It's like an invasion. Yeah. So this is a big, it becomes a big issue. So yeah. Yeah. So people are coming in to this land that Mexico is saying is, this, no, this is part of the Mexican, yeah. like, yeah. the Republic. Mm-hmm. Um, this is part of Mexico. Mm-hmm. So we need to do something about it. Yeah. Now, we can't get them to stop coming in here. Yeah. But what we can do, because they don't obviously don't want to start a war. Yeah. Um, they create the impresario system. Mm-hmm. Now, this system is basically men are given land in okay. exchange for recruiting and settling the land. Okay. So it'll be like, hey, Trent. Uh-huh. Um, I'm going to give you these acres here, okay. but in exchange, I need you to fill it with people yeah. and uh, settle it and just go basically and take care of it. here's your own little town mm-hmm. exactly. and you get to have your little fiefdom here. Yes, but it is part of Mexico. Yeah. Um, and they are able to like, I think there's a, also through this a way to mm-hmm. um, become Mexican citizens. Yeah. Though you're supposed to convert to Catholicism and also learn Spanish. Yeah. Many don't do that. They just take the land and settle it yeah. and be their own little Yeah, whatever. I mean, it sounds like they're colonizing. Yeah, it's kind of like a little, it's like, let's fill this land up. Uh-huh. Let's, instead of having these armed men come in and just mm-hmm. start taking land, yeah. um, let's like create a system yeah. for them to come in here legally mm-hmm. and do this. Now, this leads to a huge boom in population. Sure. Um, and this is kind of still off the aftermath of the Panic of 1819. Yeah. And so doing this was a very cheap way to mm-hmm. acquire land. Yeah. Chance to start again. Mm-hmm. It's an American dream. But there's one um, thing important to mention is oh. uh, where do you think a lot of these people are coming from? Oh, um, the South? Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh boy. So do they have a certain attachment to a peculiar institution? Yeah. So this is leading to okay. the spread of slavery okay. so in we're colonizing, Texas. Mm-hmm. We are colonizing Texas with mm-hmm. uh white enslavers. Yes. Yes. Yes, and they're bringing enslaved people into Texas. Yeah. You know, there's cheap land. Yeah. It's kind of this wild west. Yeah. Do whatever you want. Do whatever you want. Mm. You know, there's kind of this like type of person that's coming down. Yeah. There. Yeah. A lot. 
You're going to have a lot more Andrew Jacksons and you're going to have John Quincy Adams. <laughs> you know, you're not coming out to this like wild land of Texas mm-hmm. if you can if you can buy some land and 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 make a life for yourself in like Tennessee. Somewhere else, yeah. You're com- or anywhere else. You're yeah. coming down to Texas if you're like disgraced. You're coming <laughs> to Texas because you are indebted everywhere else. You're fleeing something. Mm-hmm. You're going to a place where there's not, it's lawless and you feel comfortable in a lawless land because you are <laughs> tougher than other people. Yeah. I mean, I, you and I, we're both very orderly people. We like mm-hmm. things to be a certain way mm-hmm. and we are not the kind that would go to Texas. <laughs> Correct. No. We would be like, no, no, I'm good. That seems a little we're gonna, scary. No, thank you. We're, we'll run a bed and breakfast over here uh, uh, in Tennessee or whatever. So just imagine we've got a ton of like land hungry, mm-hmm. outcasts, mm-hmm. criminals in mm-hmm. some cases, mm-hmm. um, political misfits, yeah. uh, racists, sure. enslavers, sure. Um, people who, uh, yeah, don't aren't hacking it, you know, elsewhere for whatever reason. Yeah. Some reasons just being financial. Yeah. Fair enough. Other reasons being, you know, no, I want to, I want to, I need I'm a, trying to go out West. I need a new start. Clean slate. Men who need a clean slate. Mm-hmm. Get a bunch of men together that need a clean slate. Mm-hmm. I no, don't. Smells trouble. I don't like trouble. it. I don't like it. It's a bad day to be a a cloth when so many people are needing to clean their slate. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, it's there's a, a lot of cloth. yeah, there's a lot of stuff being cleaned off those slates. So some of these <clears throat> notable Texans that oh you may have boy. heard the names of. Uh so Jim Bowie, uh he yeah. he apparently had a reputation for being violent. Do you call him James Bowie? Jim Bowie? Is that not his name? Bowie is how Bowie. I'd say it. Like oh the Bowie God. knife. Listen, one thing about being a Texan is that you say everything wrong. Everything's got three different ways to have yeah. it be said. Okay. Yeah. No, I, yeah. I'm not trying to call you out. Bowie, Jim Bowie, thank you. It probably is Bowie. It's David Bowie. David Bowie. Sorry, I'm James. such a, I'm such a modern, uh, like. Modern girl? Is that a Gay jam- that I can't possibly, uh-huh. you know. <laughs> So Sam Houston also goes down there, which we'll, we'll talk about him in a minute. Yeah. He, at the time, was sort of a disgraced politician. Mm-hmm. Um, he was William, the president of Texas. Sorry, was, I don't want to get ahead. Don't spoil it. Oh, sorry. Take take it back. Take it back. <laughs> I need to go to Texas and clean my slate. Mm-hmm. I, I got ahead of myself on the podcast. Bad podcast etiquette. There was also <laughs> William Travis, who was a lawyer with a ton of debts. Yeah. Uh, Davy Crockett, who uh, was also having a very disappointing political career. Yeah. So, you know, we have these, these are not like, I'm at the height of my political career. Time yeah. to go to Texas. It's like, yeah. wow, everything has totally gone down the toilet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Time for like the absolute last resort. I'm desperate. I'm desperate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Full of desperate. Yeah. Southern men. Yeah. So cool. Oh, desperate Southern men. Sounds like my coming out. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, so we have this situation with the impresario system. We have mm-hmm. all these desperate Southern men coming mm-hmm. in. Um, there's mm-hmm. there's land questions mm-hmm. of like, is this is this part of Louisiana Purchase? Mm-hmm. Um, the United States is definitely eyeing that land and would yeah. like to you know push Mexico further back. Yes. So okay, yeah. So in 1826, uh-huh. impresario Hayden Edwards starts uh-huh. some drama and says that his little settlement is independent. How big is his settlement? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> It's not like all of Texas. No, 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 no. It's okay. just like the land that he was given to settle. Okay. So this gets like squashed down by Mexican authorities. Yeah. But now impresarios, now Mexico is kind of looking at these impresarios with like a little suspicion. Where right. Like, well, oh, is this a good idea? Oh, to wait do a minute. This? These impresarios uh, uh, maybe might not be a good thing. They might yeah. start their own little countries. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think this is great, actually. Yeah, like, but we maybe we made a mistake. In retrospect, this was maybe not great. All right. Yeah. So then in 1829, mm-hmm. additionally, what happens on top of this? So mm-hmm. they're starting to look suspicious. And mm-hmm. then Mexico abolishes slavery. Yeah. 
Now, this is an issue because many of these um, oh. Texians, as they're called at the time, yeah. um, are enslavers. There's yeah. lots of enslaved people in yeah. this in this region. Yeah, they're really pissed and they threaten revolt. They're yeah. like, whoa, 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 whoa! Yeah. You said we could come here, yeah. and we can we could bring enslaved people, and that we didn't have to play by any of those rules, right? So they threaten a revolt. Then the Mexican government then sort of like doubles back and allows some exceptions, yeah, to kind of squash that. Okay, like okay, okay. Well, don't 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 like, bring start any a new, war. yeah. So then now this Texas area is like really in mm. things are looking mm-hmm. very dramatic. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> So then at that time, the United States is like, hey. Oh, boy. <laughs> are you going to, are you going to eat that? I noticed you have a pickle with your sandwich. The pickle is Texas. Are you going to, are you going to eat that? The United States says. Mexico's like, no, 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 no. I'm going to eat my pickle. No, I'm going to eat it. I, I like, like to have it in between yeah. my sandwich halves. Yeah, I'm going to eat it. Yeah, no, that's a great method. Yeah. Um. They decline. Mm-hmm. U.S. asks again for Are the pickle. You sure. Mexico's <laughs> like, yeah, no, I'm sure I, I want my pickle. I definitely okay? want like, it. You already asked. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Lay off. Yeah. You want a pickle? I could get you a pickle. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm fine. I'm fine. Just wanted to see if you wanted yours. You just wanted to see if you wanted yours. So it's around this time. As well. So the thing about Texas is it's really just this convergence of mm-hmm. drama. Like there's yeah. messes all around that make this rife for conflict. Yeah. It, the area is so disputed. It's yeah. like wanted by the states, by Mexico. Yeah. Prior, it was an issue with Spain and France yeah, yeah, and the yeah. United States. Like it's just an area that is constantly changing hands. Mm-hmm. Boundaries are fuzzy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on top of that, what happens is that within the Mexican government, mm-hmm. there's this question, there's there's conflicts going on. Yeah. Um, this is a new, you know, republic. And of course, with that, there's always kind of these questions of like, well, what kind of government are we yeah. and what direction are we going yeah. in? And so at the time, it was a question of strong central government yeah. and a more federal republic like the United States. Yeah. Um, and so there's some political strife going on. Yeah, yeah. So then in 1830, there's laws passed mm-hmm. that then ban immigration to Texas oh. and then raises import tariffs. So they're like, enough is enough. This impresario stuff's getting out of hand. Yeah. We're trying to get our ducks in a row. Mm-hmm. Um, no more immigrants. And yeah. also, we're going to like, you know, if you want to import stuff, there's going to be tariffs. Yeah. Um, and so Texas, like these Texians were. Yeah. They're like, whoa, this was not the deal. You said we could come here and do whatever we wanted. First of all. First yeah. of all, that's not what Mexico said. That's but That's how we said. interpreted that's it. That's how we interpreted it. I mean, these Mexico was just trying to have a little house party. Mm-hmm. And these Davy Crockett and Sam Houston showed up and just tore the place up. <laughs> And they're like, okay, parents are coming home. We got to settle, shut it down, shut it down. And like, um, you said there was going to be a keg. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly what That's happened. exactly what happened. This is why they couldn't explain it to se- seventh graders. Right. It's too complicated. It's, it's complicated. You have to go to college and go to keggers. <laughs> you have to have the experience of. You know, people passive aggressively stealing your pickles. Uh, pickles. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's too hard to it's like contextualize to, make... to a nine year old. Yeah, so. Um, anyway. so in 1833, uh-huh. also, if there's any nine year olds listening, no disrespect. No disrespect. Yeah, you're amazing. It's okay. Good for you. You're doing great where um, you are. Yeah, you're doing amazing. And by the way, like, good for you for like listening to this podcast. I commend you. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you, I know probably you are one of those people that just like feels like trapped in your little kid body. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it will get better. It will get better. You will eventually grow up yeah. and you will get to make your own choices. And I'm sorry that your outlet is listening to two, so to two like bitter queers two bitter talk queers. about presidential history. But, yeah. you know, also good anyway, for you. Good for you. Um, yeah. Thank you, anonymous nine-year-old who listens. Thank you, anonymous nine-year-old. <laughs> anyway, in 1833, mm-hmm. Santa Ana, um, a name you may have heard if you know anything about Texas history, yeah. he wins the presidency in Mexico. And he was uh, like, okay. hey, guys, um, 
I would love to have kind of like a federal republic like the United States. That's yeah. what I'm running on. Yeah. I love that. Love that. Love yeah. that. But then he turns around. He repeals. Mm-hmm. He repeals the Constitution. Then he switches away from these federalist uh-huh. ideals, which uh-huh. remember is kind of like a good balance between, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, central government mm-hmm. and like state government mm-hmm. or regions or mm-hmm. whatever it may be. Um, so then he basically becomes a dictator. He's like, okay. gotcha. Ha ha. I said that just yeah. to get in here. Not a I'm good guy. Doing, not a good guy. I'm not trying to, you know, but objectively bad guy. Yeah. Like he's he's a dictator. Dictator yeah, yeah. vibes. So this means there's going to be a crackdown on Texas. Oh, we're not. Boy. No more house parties. No, no, no. Go home. Go home. Everyone go well, home. They didn't say go home, but they said <laughs> what they did say was like, hey, um, y'all have a cannon. Uh huh. Um, we're going to need that cannon. We need the cannon. Um, we need going to take. We are going to take it. And they said, come and take it. (laughs) That's exactly where that comes from. That's exactly where that comes from. Yeah. So there was a cannon, uh, in the town of Gonzales, I believe. Um, I don't know, like all the specific details. It doesn't matter. I mean, I'm sure it matters, but it's very, like, it's a very exciting story. So yeah, like. Come and take it. Mm-hmm. The and the the important part about this flag mm-hmm. and this moment is that this starts this revolution yeah. in Texas. I mean, that is a very Texas attitude. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, come take come our come and take the solo cup out of my hand. Come drag me out when the parents come <laughs> home from the house party. Yeah, you will pry this ping pong ball from my mouth. With my with your cold dead hands, Santa Ana's army then comes in. Yeah, there's this revolt that starts because of the flag. Yeah, and then Santa Ana's army comes in and crushes the Texas revolt. Oh, I mean, yeah. like overpowers them. Is yeah. like ha, ha ha ha. Like you thought you were gonna revolt. Like you've <laughs> yeah. got like barely any people no. in. Like lol. Yeah. Um. Then we have the Alamo. Yeah. Which. It was a mission in yes. uh, around what is now present day San Antonio, mm-hmm. and Santa Ana's army overtook it. Yeah, yeah. They like held out really hard. It was basically like eighteen hundred on the Mexican army mm-hmm. side versus a few hundred. Yeah, as far as the Texans. Yeah. Um, William Travis, Jim Bowie, and David Crockett all died. Yeah. As a result, mm-hmm. uh, there were very few survivors. Yeah. Um. And yeah, there's tons of, obviously you can, I recommend if you're ever mm-hmm. near San Antonio, it is actually pretty cool. Some it's people a, say it's overrated, but it's, it's cool. It's interesting. It's and you really can, nice. I yeah. believe it's free. Yeah. Um, oh, I can't be more than, yeah. Yeah. San Antonio has a lot of really cool history. It does. That they've I preserved. love San Antonio. I love it too. Yeah. Yeah. So what, what this does do is, so while Santa Ana then goes on to continue to like absolutely like massacre. Mm-hmm. Um, people in Texas uh, and trying to kind of crush this Texas spirit. He's like, yeah. you know what? We're just going to go really, really, really hard at mm-hmm. them until like, and just absolutely like yeah. level them out. Yeah. So General Sam Houston uses this, remember the Alamo slogan to amass troops, support and raise morale. Cause yeah. it was like, they fought really hard. Yeah. It was like this, this very like inspiring story. Yeah. These like, very important people in Texas yeah. died. I mean, this is um, a, this is the way you get Americans inspired. Yes. It's like just poor, innocent women and children at mm-hmm. this mission. They were slaughtered. We got to go back. and Yeah. Get them. Fight. Yeah. Get them. So then. That's the motto of America. The unofficial yeah. motto of America. Get them. Exactly. Yeah. So around this time, March 2nd, 1836, Texas mm-hmm. declares independence. They're mm-hmm. like, you know what? We're going to fight really hard. We're yeah. declaring independence. Yeah. And then essentially what happens, mm-hmm. Santa Ana gets a little cocky. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Sam Houston, like, pulls some great military mm-hmm. magic. Yeah. And they catch him off guard. They catch Santa Ana off guard. Yeah. He'd been really used to winning. Yeah. <laughs> um, and they win this. Texas wins this battle. Very decisively. Yes, yes. So Santa Ana is found hiding in a marsh. Oh. And like, he's like, I'm scared. I didn't know y'all were going to get us. Oh. (laughs) He's in the marsh. And they take him as prisoner. Mm Mm-hmm. And then they get him to sign a treaty while he's prisoner. Okay. (laughs) Making the Rio Grande the border. That's not admissible in court. (laughs) 
<laughs> I mean, I don't know if we can get a legal expert on here to like talk us through this, but like, yeah, I mean, well, either well way, enough. I mean, uh, Santa Anna, if I was Santa Anna's lawyer, I, I would tell him to do what he did, which is to say, I didn't mean it. Right. He comes yeah. back later. He's like, I didn't mean it. Yeah. 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 Um, but then so this would be like respected, uh-huh. but not like recognized officially by Mexican officials. Yeah. This treaty. Yeah. Like- so Santa Ana goes back to Mexico City mm-hmm. um, and basically independence had been won yeah, for Texas. For Texas. So now we have the Texas Republic. Yes. Now. Now. There's step one. Step one. Texas is now no longer part of Mexico. Right. We have we have detached Texas from Mexico. Yes. It is a separate entity. It's a separate entity. It's an independent republic. Okay. Now, it was their intent from most of them from the beginning yeah. that they would this was something that needed to happen in order to join the United States. Yes. The it, reason that Texas was pressing so hard for this divorce. Was it was it it was expecting the United States to marry it? Yes, as exactly. a second bride. They're like, we got our divorce. We got we're it. Ready. We're ready. We're independent, yeah. but we're looking for a new husband. We're and looking for we're someone looking new. At United States. Yeah, I mean, they were probably having an affair. Mm. I mean, that's Mm-mm. yeah. Mm. And there were some, you know, people in Texas that wanted to stay single. Yeah. Oh, sure. We don't need a husband. We don't need anyone. We're not remarrying. No. We want to stay independent. Mm -mm. Um, Not again. For the most part. They wanted to be annexed uh, annexed, and then become a state. So. And by the way, I'm being silly when I say this, but there were like legitimate like Texans that would talk about it in these terms. Oh, really? Yeah. In the in the Polk biography, it mentioned it a couple times where I can't remember who it was. It was like. Well, the United States already uh, 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 damaged the honor of Texas by not accepting her into the union. I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm paraphrasing, but I'm doing my deepest Southern. But um, yeah, just, just, just like idea of Texas as a lady that needs to be, you know, escorted home by the United States. My, 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 my. Texas is anything but a lady. <laughs> so Texas adopts a constitution uh-huh. that's basically a copy-paste job yeah. of the U.S. Constitution. Yeah. Um, Mexico doesn't formally recognize Texas as an independent nation. Uh-huh. Um, and so now we've got an independent nation, which means we need a... A president. Uh-huh. Yeah. And this is a presidential history podcast. This is so a presidential we're gonna history. We're going to talk a little bit about um, the boys. The boys that were president of Texas. Yes. Okay. Number mm-hmm. one. Oh, do you want to talk about No, them? you go. Yes. Yeah. Yes, number yes. one was Sam Houston. Mm-hmm. And he was also number three. Yeah. So now this constitution, one difference it had mm-hmm. was that you couldn't run for re-election directly yeah. following your yeah. first term. One term at a time. A bit about Sam Houston. Yes. He's a president. He's a president. We have to talk about him. Yeah. I just find, I found it when I read this, I was like, wow. Mm. Okay. Okay. Originally from Virginia. Wow. How many more Virginia presidents can we handle? I think I'm tapped out. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. But we're not done by far. There's lots more. There's lots more. (laughs) His family did sell their land and move to Tennessee. Okay. Uh, at 16, he mm-hmm. leaves home and joins a Cherokee tribe. He learns the language, gets fully integrated, uh, and he lives with them for three years. And then he returns home. How did that happen? He was just, he want, he was a very like frontiersy, outdoorsy yeah. kid. And at the time where in Tennessee, this was... These were lands that were Cherokee mm-hmm. lands, mm-hmm. and there was a lot of back and forth with mm-hmm. the Cherokee people. Yeah, um, and they were very present mm-hmm. in this region of Tennessee. Mm-hmm. So um, it's not a far stretch. Yeah. that he um, was like, you know what? I don't, I don't like this Tennessee. Like, yeah, whatever. I want to be more frontiery. Yeah, he wants to like be with the land. He yeah. was very much and like I, that. If he wants to be the land, he's got to be with. So then he, I mean, he hits, he's kind of a greatest hits guy. He kind of yeah. goes through all the stuff. So okay. then he returns home and then he ends up fighting in the war of 1812 right. under Andrew Jackson. Oh yeah. Then he, he actually gets the Cherokees to fight alongside Jackson's regiment mm-hmm. in the war of 1812. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and many of these Cherokee warriors would go on to die at the Battle of Horseshoe Bend. Yep. Um, Sam Houston would also get badly wounded. Mm-hmm. Then in 1817, Jackson gives Houston the job to remove Cherokee Indians from Tennessee and into Arkansas. So this is not the Indian Removal Act. This is moving them out of that Tennessee region. So he, um, this was like neighboring kind of the Texas region. So he uh, leads this removal. Um, And and, and his, his thing is, and this is like, I'm not, like making a judgment or saying yeah. anything about the morality of the situation. Sure. But Sam Houston's view was like, yeah. this removal is going to happen. Mm-hmm. I don't know exactly his views on whether or not he wanted the removal to happen, yeah. but he was wanting to remove them and lead this removal uh-huh. in the most like, compassionate yeah. like safe way yeah so this wasn't like what we see in 1830 with the indian removal mm-hmm. act where it's like you all need to leave and now you're yeah. marching across these lands yeah. i don't know all the details of it i can't speak yeah. to it completely but he wasn't like he wasn't like yeah 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 we need to get these people off yeah. the land and like i'm gonna kick them out and like you know shoot them over to you know shoo them over to arkansas, arkansas. um for he was like le- going with them and like for sam houston yeah from his perspective at least he felt more comfortable overseeing mm-hmm. their removal, thinking that else. he could be a better protector of them. Exactly, regardless yeah. of how that better actually him than out. someone else. Yeah, I he, think is how he viewed yeah, it. That's yeah. a it's um. Then what Sam Houston does mm-hmm. is kind of a classic presidential thing. He goes back to Nashville, mm-hmm. blazes through law school. Starts yeah. a law practice. All right. Okay. Mm. So then he gets elected in 1823 to the Tennessee House of Reps. Mm-hmm. Uh, he supports Jackson mm-hmm. in his presidential election and in mm-hmm. turn gets support from Jackson to become the governor of Tennessee. All right. Okay. So he's on the up and up. He's, he's, going, he's doing really well. Him and Jackson, thick as thieves. Thick as thieves. Yeah. Now, he's governor. Things are going well. Yes. He's got a great, he's got this resume, this big, long resume. Yes. He really looks like he's going to mm-hmm. have this amazing political career. Mm-hmm. And then something um something happens in his personal life. Oh no. Yeah. Well, well <clears throat> <laughs> Yeah. It's the downfall of many a man. <laughs> <laughs> so he apparently was a little bit of a ladies man. Uh-huh. Ladies loved him. I mean, man. Yeah. Yeah. So for first of all, there's that info. Yeah. He gets married to a woman named Eliza Allen mm-hmm. in 1829. Mm-hmm. There's very little info on exactly what happened. Yeah. But they he never only, talked about it. He never talked about it. Yeah. But they were only married for 11 weeks. Mm-hmm. And then they and then he he leaves her. Mm-hmm. And I think he was trying to get a divorce. Trying but She wouldn't grant her a divorce. Yeah. He wouldn't grant her a divorce. Mm-hmm. The rumor is. That she was in love with another man mm-hmm. who was a lawyer who mm-hmm. was dying of consumption, yeah. and she thought marrying Sam Houston would be the more like responsible idea yeah, sure. of like, well, I shouldn't marry this guy who's dying of consumption, even though I'm like he's my true love. Yeah. I'm gonna marry this like up and coming politician. Yeah. This is a good choice. Well, but for whatever reason, eleven weeks in, something gee, yeah. happens yeah. and it's over. Yeah, um, and Didn't go through with it. Yeah, yeah. So then he he flees, he leaves, mm-hmm. he leaves, and he resigns as governor of Tennessee, mm-hmm. and then he goes back to live with the Cherokee Nation. Wow. He's right back where he was yeah. as a young man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he- uh, God, must have been really awkward when he showed up. Yeah. I don't know if they were mad at him or what. I Yeah, I don't know. But you know what goes, I mean? Yeah. Uh. <laughs> he goes back and like he- he, I have this great quote from him, which mm-hmm. is, uh, quote, I have as usual had a small blow up. <laughs> what the devil is matter with the gals? I can't say, but there has been hell to pay and no pitch hot. <laughs> that's a that's a very quaint way of saying women are trouble. <laughs> women be women be messy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he then marries 
in the within the Cherokee mm-hmm. Nation to a woman named Tiana. And then he, after I believe three years, mm-hmm. leaves and to go to Texas. To go to Texas. And she, and she says, no, I'm not going. Them. And then he marries again later and has eight kids <laughs> like so he he's was married multiple times. Yeah. Um, and he eventually gets the divorce from Eliza, uh, like way down the line. It all works out eventually. It's a mess. His personal life's a mess. I mean, yeah. But then around this time um, that he goes back to the Cherokee people, mm-hmm. the Indian Removal Act of 1830 happens. Interesting. Um, and Houston was it was this kind of thing of like Houston couldn't stop it. He's a disgraced right. politician at this point. Right. But he tries to get food rations from Washington to make this a less like dangerous, deadly journey and was unsuccessful. So this man who has had a lot of, you know, obviously a lot of compassion, Mm -hmm. a lot of understanding Mm -hmm. for it. And of course, this wasn't just the Cherokee Mm -hmm. nation. This was like many indigenous peoples in this area of the United States being removed from their lands. Yeah. to what ends up becoming modern day Oklahoma. Yeah. He goes to Washington and is like, hey, like, can we at least get some like food for this journey? Yeah. Like, I yeah. want people to safely uh, get yeah. to the place they're going. Like, so he's very frustrated. He's in Washington. Yeah. He gets very fed up with Jackson, um, yeah. who who, I mean, at this point, he's he's starting to see, like, hey, maybe I don't really see eye to eye with this guy yeah, on everything. Yeah. Um, and then, like, I don't know the full story on this. In Washington, there's mm-hmm. this argument with mm-hmm. some guy, and he assaults him with a cane, what? with his own cane, or like, I don't know. I might be oh. getting this wrong. So, okay. always send in corrections if you send know the full story. Yeah. Um, but then after that, he leaves for Texas. So he's like fully kind of disgraced. So, yeah, yeah. While, while Sam Houston is in Washington trying to procure rations yeah. for the Indian removal. He gets into some kind of altercation with yeah. someone. Yeah. We're not completely sure the details of it, but either yeah. way, he 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 flees. Yeah. Um, so then he's an impresario in Texas. Yeah. So then 1835, mm-hmm. he um ends up in the Texas government. Mm-hmm. And then at independence in 1836, he runs for president. Mm-hmm. He wins. And then as president, basically his whole thing, he he had some views that were considered progressive and mm-hmm. not exactly popular. Mm-hmm. But his main thing was he was trying to pay down all these debts that they had okay. from from like war with Mexico. Yeah. He was very obviously pro like Native Americans. Um and he like policies that were favorable to them. Yeah. Uh and he supported the end of slavery, mm-hmm. all of which were unpopular opinions in Texas, but yeah. he was he was an effective president. Yeah. He he did pretty well. Yeah. Um but then he only got to serve that one term. Yeah. Now, uh-huh. what he does is he names a successor mm-hmm. of like kind of like here's who will run. Yeah. Who I'd like to run, you know. Yeah. Um, this man uh, commits suicide. Then he names another guy. Yeah. He commits suicide. Okay. Wow. So there's a third guy that he's naming Jeez. to be pre- president. Yeah. But he's like a virtual unknown. He's like mm. such a so far down the list. Yeah. That he doesn't win. And this other guy, Maribo Lamar, wins. Okay. Well, Lamar is a familiar name to me. Yeah, we're right uh, on we're near right, Lamar. Yeah. Right off Lamar. <laughs> Lamar it's Middle street, School is down the street. It's a street here in yeah. Austin that is yeah. like a very main street. It's this long street. Yeah. It goes from just north to south. It always has. And it's just, it's mm-hmm. really like regions yeah. of Lamar. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I think of them as completely different yes. areas. South Lamar, North South Lamar. Lamar yeah. Like Now, I would hope that this road that we're driving on all the time like is named after like a respectable guy. I I absolutely know it's not. <laughs> I absolutely know it's not. Yeah. So, so what did he do? Tell me what he specifically did. <laughs> you know what we could do is we could mm-hmm. just say, oh, it's named after Hetty Lamar. <laughs> Yeah. The actress. Much better. Yeah, yeah. much better. Maribel Lamar. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's from Georgia. Oh. From a very wealthy family. Oh. Cotton planters. Oh. A major, like, plantation. Sure. Like, lots of enslaved people. Lots of enslaved people. Wealthy, aristocratic family. Mm-hmm. Uh, and his family connections get him on the political scene. Oh, good. So, 
pull, daddy pulls some strings. Wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. So this is already sounding great, doesn't Nothing it? Nothing prepares yeah. someone for ruling the people quite like being completely removed from them. You know, and his middle name was actually Bonaparte, Maribo Bonaparte Lamar. His <laughs> his father had like uh like affinity and an affinity for Napoleon. Like Napoleon Bonaparte. Wow. Yeah. So then, uh, oh yeah, so he was a newspaper man, Mm -hmm. never went to college, but then did become a lawyer. He ends up on the Georgia house. Like he studies to be a lawyer, but he never went to college. Again, family connections, family connections. It doesn't matter. You don't need to go to college. Honorary law degree. Yeah. Okay. Uh, He ends up in the Georgia House of Reps. Mm -hmm. And then uh, he goes west in 1834 Mm -hmm. after his brother ends his life and his wife dies. Maribel's wife dies. So he has all this personal tragedy. Yeah. And he goes west. He's not intending to end up in Texas, but he does. That's where he ends up. So then he joins the fight against Mexico. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's made a colonel and Mm -hmm. then he gets promoted to the head of the cavalry. Okay. Right. So... Wow. Yeah. No no military no training that we know of. Not that I know of. Not no. that we know. Okay. So then <sighs> he is vice president under Sam Houston. Yeah. But they're total opposites. Yeah. Uh and they're and, a real odd couple situation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then because Houston's pick for successor yeah. doesn't work out. Yeah. He runs pretty much unopposed and yeah, wins. Yeah. Yeah. He Houston, though, uh-huh. when he leaves office yeah. and Lamar is coming in, uh-huh. ends his term with a three-hour-long farewell address. Oh, boy. And Lamar is speechless, actually speechless. Like, he doesn't go up and say his inaugural. He has an aide do it. Because he's, he's so coward. angry. Yeah, he's angry, and he's, like, just I... like, I don't, I can't follow that up. I, I can't. It makes me so uncomfortable to imagine that. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'll say. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, that aide, that poor aide that had to go up there. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> what a nightmare. Mm-hmm. I'd quit. So Lamar was pro-slavery. Okay. Pro, like, more military. Okay. He was anti-annexation. Oh. He didn't even want to be annexed. No. Um, And he Ooh. was anti, like, and he was anti-Native Americans. Yeah. So he was total opposite of wow. Houston. Yeah. Um, he did set things up for public schools mm-hmm. and set aside land for AM and University of Texas. Wonderful. This is only these are the good things he did. It's a very short list. I'm sure he just signed a paper. Yeah. Yeah. Uh he put the Capitol in Austin. Yes. Uh, but apparently Austin was originally named Waterloo. But here's the bad things he did. Oh, okay. Take a long breath. <gasps> okay, so Lamar revamps the military, spends money Texas didn't have. Mm-hmm. Houston was trying to get the debt the, down. The debt down yeah. um, he increases the debt from $1.4 million to $7 million. Wow. Um, he starts kicking out all of the indigenous Native Americans. Okay. He sends forces. He starts a genocide against them. Like, he oh. literally goes, I mean, he goes, re- I mean, could not be the more opposite than Sam Houston. Wow. He want he literally said that he wanted them extinct. He just wants them out. Yeah. 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 Um, he murders uh Comanche Indians. They uh-huh. fought back extremely hard and yeah. uh that further raises up the military mm-hmm. spending. Mm-hmm. He uh also massacred Cherokee Indians who agreed to leave. Yeah. But just wanted to harvest their corn first. Yeah. And he was like, no. Yeah. So monster. Um, absolute monster. He would later become ambassador. Uh-huh. This is way after this. Okay. So Houston becomes president mm-hmm. again. He runs for a second term mm-hmm. after Lamar comes mm-hmm. in and tries to undo as much as he can of what Lamar did. Yeah. But later he would become ambassador to Nicaragua and Costa Rica under President Buchanan. And he would do this to his death. Okay. Yeah. So when we get to James Buchanan, mm-hmm. we'll... We'll revisit this. Yeah, he might come up again. He might yeah. come up again. Yeah. Even if we don't bring him up again, we'll... We'll know. We'll talk about it. You and yeah, I will yeah, talk we'll about talk it. we'll talk about it. Just like, oh, man, remember when we were talking about Lamar? What's his first name? Maribo. Maribo? Maribo Bonaparte Lamar. <sighs> and isn't it funny that it was called Waterloo and his... I didn't yeah. even think about that. Bonaparte, Napoleon Bonaparte. 
by the way, if you're not, if you don't know, Waterloo was like the yeah. big battle that Napoleon lost. Yeah. It's also one of my favorite ABBA songs. Same. Yeah. Yeah. Houston <laughs> gets the presidency back, yeah. brings back policies. Yeah. He reestablishes good relations with the uh, Native Americans as best as he can. Yeah. The Mexican army comes back to Texas. Mm-hmm. Fighting continues. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Texas Rangers, which was created uh, mm-hmm. during this time, defends Texas. And then there's the Battle of Slaughter Creek, which Texas wins. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, haha, you thought you were going to come back and try to contest yeah. this land. Like they pushed them back and they no, were no, successful. No. Yeah. Then we're now at annexation is t- coming up. Tyler, John Tyler, mm-hmm. we talk about this in the Tyler episode. Tyler, yeah. He gets annexation going right yeah. at the end of his term. He's yeah. like, you know what? I'm not going to be president again. I'm sort of also a disgraced politician. Yeah. Instead of going to Texas, I'm going to get Texas. I'm going to get, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, And then Polk finishes the job and annexes Texas. Yes. Uh, and again, we talk about this yeah. more in detail in those episodes and we don't want to bore you to tears because yeah. it's not exactly it's the not, most riveting story. No. But there's one more president of Texas. Oh. He is Anson Jones. Yeah, Anson Jones. Uh, who becomes president in 1844 uh-huh. uh, after Houston's term. Uh-huh. He was a doctor with a lot of debts. Oh. Inter- uh, wow. He didn't get debts from doctoring. Was he a gambler or well, something? Well, he did from medical school. You've got to be kidding me. I'm not kidding you. <sighs> and he was based in New York. Forgiveness. He was born in Massachusetts. So okay. we do have a we do have a northeastern oh. guy coming down. How did he get there? Like- <laughs> so I'll tell you how he got there. He has a string of unsuccessful drugstores. Oh, boy. more debts. Things are not going uh, well. More he, and more and more debts. He's not practicing medicine he's trying to like be a pharmacist basically well he's kind of does like back and forth does a bit of both but he moves yeah. states and he's not like licensed to practice and he has to da 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 like oh, his boy. life's a mess it's like yeah. he's an unlucky guy yeah then he goes kind of like at the low end of his luck yeah he goes to venezuela uh-huh. there's like no record of what he does there oh, but like he goes to know. venezuela <laughs> obviously things don't go well there he comes back to the states yeah and then he's like, well, okay, Venezuela didn't work. Let me go to New Orleans and see how that oh, goes Oh, boy. Me. But it was like during like a massive like cholera epidemic. Yeah. And it's terrible there. Yeah. And he uh, hates uh, it. He's like, this was a mistake. This is not the right time to go right. to New Orleans. So then he's like, well, I'll try Texas now. So right he next- goes in 1833, which is when all this like. Craziness is starting with fighting with Mexico. It's just like it leaves a little. He just hops into failures. He's a curse. He's a little black cloud. Yeah, I mean, he's uh, and again, this is the type of people that end up in Texas is people who have like failed in all these other areas Uh, of their life. Yeah, everyone's Um, got a story. Yeah, everyone's got a story. Uh, And so, man, those I'll tell you what those saloons were full of stories. Can you even imagine? I can't. Oh, oh boy. Uh, so he finally starts to do well in Texas. Yeah. And then he, he ends up being one of the co-founder of one of the first Masonic lodges in Texas. So he's doing well. He's got, he's got his little medical practice and things are looking up. So he's not, he's not necessarily a bad guy. He's just not a very successful guy. Correct. To my, to best of my knowledge, he's, he's just like an unlucky guy. Uh, Yeah. I love a nerdy well. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. You just can't get it together. No. Um, and you think after like one unsuccessful drugstore, maybe you wouldn't do it again. No. No. Um, Just try again. Listen, that's definition of insanity. (laughs) He did come up with um excessively large receipts. That was his idea. Oh, he came up with really long receipts. CBS long receipts. That was him. So he he left a legacy. It's just his legacy is important to all of us. Yeah. 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 So he ends up in the Texas House of Representatives. Okay. Uh, you know, oh boy! Well, yeah. <laughs> Texas House of Reg- Representatives. What a distinguished institution. Yeah, jeez. <laughs> he goes yeah. to, or he, and then he ends up as Sam Houston's Secretary of State. Okay. Like again, ever no one's Secretary qualified State. for any of these jobs in Texas. Oh, it's like what is qualification? He went to Venezuela, mean? and he's a doctor. Uh, 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 uh. Yeah, he's comes from the state farthest away. He's successful in getting uh, 
Britain's recognition of the mm-hmm. Republic of Texas. Mm-hmm. So that's something. That's nice. Um, Good job. He also helps get annexation across the goal line. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, he, but once that's taken care of, mm-hmm. um, this, sorry, I should say he, this is when he's president. Yeah. Um, yeah. This yeah. is all when he's president. Yes, this is when he's president. I missed the part where he becomes president. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is like kind of like everyone knows everything's kind of at an end. Yeah. It's like, well, we're going to be annexed probably. Yeah. That looks like it's coming down the pike. He's so We need another guy. Yeah. Yeah. Cause Houston's done with his term. So, yeah. Anson Jones fills that mm-hmm, space. Mm-hmm. So anyway, he he gets Britain's recognition. Da, yeah. da, da, da. But then once he gets annexation across the goal, he just doesn't do anything. He's just yeah. like, all right, well, I mean, I did what I was supposed, he did to, do. supposed to do. Yeah. So I, he's just straight chilling. I get that. I'm like that. And and his last thing he um says as president uh-huh. is the Republic of Texas is no more. Oh. That's encouraging. He, he says that and he lowers the Texas flag and raises the U.S. flag. Oh. So he's the guy who did that. Wow. He was the one who was like, no more Republic of Texas. I mean. He said it. And he was right. And he was right. The Republic of Texas was no more. <sighs> That's Texas. That's Texas. It becomes, it's annexed. It becomes the 20, 28th state. state. Mm-hmm. And there's all kinds of issues mm. with citizenship questions, yeah. with relationships with indigenous native populations. Yeah. There's, I mean, it's not an easy early statehood. No, it just by opens any up. Means. And it's a state full of, you know, disgraced, traumatized men from the South. There you go. For the most part. Uh, that you know, is the people who that's moved a in very there. accurate thing to say. Yeah. So. I will say I love Texas as a state. Mm-hmm. I I just do. You know, I'm, I'm from here. It's my home. I'm also like, I'm like a Texan tried and true. And I yeah. can't like, I mean, there's so much like bad to contend with. Yeah. But yeah. And my I, heart of, and my heart of hearts. Yeah. I'm a Texan and I love Texas yeah. Yeah. and I love, I mean, I've lived in Austin my whole life. Yeah. I love Same. Austin. I'm, I'm, I can't help myself. Yeah. I cannot help myself. Yeah. I mean, uh, uh, the best thing you can do yeah. is recognize, you know, yeah. the history of it. Yeah. You know, all the damage that was done, yeah. but, you know, yeah. the the land that on so many levels, you know, does not belong to us at us, all. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you know, land stolen, mm-hmm. changed hands, mm-hmm. taken, mm-hmm. claimed again and again. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, recognizing that, yeah. learning the history of it, mm-hmm. and trying in small ways to hold Texas accountable for being as terrible as it is yeah. politically. I um, think Texas yeah. is still very full of people who don't like being told what to do Yeah, to the point of their own destruction yes. and the destruction of others. Yeah. You know, I can remember as a kid going on road trips and mm-hmm. going to smaller places and stopping at a yep. convenience store and just it's always very friendly and everything. Yeah. Now, as a very visibly queer person, yeah. I don't have that same experience. Same. I, I don't feel welcome anymore. And that makes me really sad. Yeah. Not just not just in Texas. I mean, out yeah. in my own family. Yeah. You know, I there there are people that are so dedicated to their bigotry Mm -hmm. or the people that will protect their bigotry and and their capital that they are uh they're willing to to give up that like kindness and generosity Mm -hmm. that like Mm -hmm. i associate when i was you know growing up absolutely i couldn't agree more yeah and in many ways Mm -hmm. texas is still trying to keep the house party alive yeah absolutely absolutely i mean you know there's so much more, by the way, mm-hmm. the story and history of Texas. Of course. And I know that we have, being Texans mm-hmm. and like also peddling this podcast mm-hmm. on our friends, we probably have lots of Texas listeners. Sure. Um, so if there's anything that you think contextually kind of from the beginning of Texas to the annexation statehood that we got wrong or that we missed, yeah. really, really, really would love to hear from people sure. if there's any thoughts on Texas, yeah. um, and this goes for people outside of Texas, obviously as well. Yeah. But 
Um, I think for this episode in particular, like I would love to hear from people mm-hmm. um, if there's anything that we, you know, I know it wasn't super in depth and we yeah. kind of like fudge some of the details yeah, yeah. on a few things, but give us suggestions of uh, topics you'd like for us to cover in our spinoff podcast. Pardon me, partner. <laughs> and, uh... <laughs> and then we'll, you know, Trent, don't say that. Then we have to do it. We have to do it. Oh, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> <laughs> I cast a spell. I Not cast. I that's cast, how this happened. That's how this happened. Yeah. Let's <laughs> say it in a Texas accent. Okay. This is Ben. Pardon me? A presidential history podcast. Texas edition. Partner. <laughs> Yeehaw! Y'all, we can do this because we're Texans. Pachoo, pachoo, pachoo.